0: Welcome to Why Not Both, the podcast all about how our multiple passions and interests shape our identity and our lives. My name is Pam Schaefer and I am a musician and therapist in Los Angeles and I also happen to be your host. This podcast is produced by Laura Studeris and for this season we've partnered up with Under the Radar Magazine. If you like what you hear, you can hang out with us on social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram at WNBThePodcast. the podcast. And if you really, really like what you hear, please support us on Patreon. We are under Why Not Both podcast. When you join our Patreon, you get a whole bunch of really cool behind the scenes stuff and you get to chat with us. And that's pretty awesome. Thank you so much for your support. And I hope you enjoy our interviews. For this episode, we got to interview Shamir all about his amazing music, as well as art direction, as well as like literally everything else. I hope you enjoy our talk. Welcome to why not both in the Panda Express. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! How well, thank you for being able to do this now. Oh my gosh! Of course, of course. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that you had your full hour because I was like, you're awesome. Oh, <laughs> I wanted to make sure to talk to you. I love the new song. I was just like, I was wondering how you managed yes, yes. Yes. I was wondering how you managed to time it perfectly, that there was like a snowstorm, <laughs> a <light> late <laughs> snowstorm, like it was just enough snow to film. I was like, how did you do that?
1: (laughs) Oh, okay, you said snowstorm, I thought you thought, I thought you were going to say planted, um, with something else, um, that seemed to have happened that same week, um, no, snow, see, that's nice, that's wholesome, um, so I just happened to be in Tahoe, that's where I knew I was going to film the video, um, although the first day we got there, which is And I kind of did kind of like the forest nymph look where there isn't snow and it's just kind of just like greenery. That was the first thing we got there and it didn't snow. So I was like, oh my God, are we not going to get a snow scene? And then the next day it snowed. So I was like, okay, we got everything we want. The, The like weather was on our side.
0: Oh my God. That's so funny. The last time I went up to Tahoe, it did the same thing where like so low-key I've never been skiing in my life and I yeah. went up to my friends where they had grown up up there and he was going to teach me how to ski and like the whole week I was there there was absolutely no snow and then the day that I left it snowed like right <laughs> as I was leaving I was like maybe that's a sign maybe that's a sign that I just shouldn't ever ski
1: yeah like, it was trying to save me <laughs> that's it that's it I mean I want to do it one day but it's just like so many people get hurt or die and right it's it's really tricky. Like it seems like a like whatever foo foo sport, you know, that like rich people do, but it's incredibly dangerous.
0: I mean, when you think about it, you're basically flying down a hill on like a very narrow piece of wood at high speeds. Like that seems lightly yeah. unhinged. In snow. Yeah. In, in snow, there's trees around you. Could you run it? Yeah. In? I would <laughs>
1: like. Yeah, and I could barely walk in a straight line, you know, so <laughs> because you're on the east coast right now aren't you so yeah i'm on the east coast so basically when i did the video um i went to nevada for like two months um and then um you know me me and my friend and her sister we all got tested and just did a road trip up to um tahoe Mm. and uh yeah. And obviously we can do anything with the panty and, you know, Tahoe is like, like on the edge of like California. Yes. And this is right when the California uh, lockdown started.
0: Oh no. So
1: there was really nothing to do. So we just like went to Trader Joe's in Carson City, bought a bunch of food and we just stayed inside our Airbnb and shot the video around like all like the forest area. I was just like impact of like where we were staying like we never left the house
0: that's amazing Yeah. like I mean it's been very strange making art during this time because in some ways I don't know about you but I like limitations sometimes in making art yeah otherwise my brain's like but I could do everything and so it's kind of nice to be like no you, you have these constraints that's always been my strength is like doing the most with less
1: so in a weird way yeah this is kind of like me and my element
0: yes yeah, because you've got a lot more stuff coming out, right? I mean, not a lot. I mean, I have a few things coming out in
1: the next, like, couple months, but I am, I, I am started working on the next record, but I don't think that will be up until, like, next year, so.
0: I like how my brain's, like, literally working on anything right now like in my mind I'm like that's a lot
1: <laughs> like you're still you're still doing it you know what I mean and it's still like a thing like I yeah I mean like it's just I at this point in my life and in my career where you know not only am I independent but I'm also like self-managed and just like you know it feels like i am doing something at all times even when i am kind of in between kind of like major things like yeah. maybe like album roll out to like major projects and everything but it's still like in between those times that you're never not doing anything and then on top of that like i'm also like trying to like finish a um uh a sweater because I like knit, you know. Oh my god, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's just like I, I feel like I'm never not doing anything, and like my goal is to like try to like find any pocket that I can to like literally just like become those.
0: Oh, well, because, yeah, like, I was looking up all the other things that you did. And that's, I mean, that's basically what the podcast is about, is about, mm-hmm. like, how do you juggle doing a bunch of things? Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you're like, I just do all of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And like, not, and I'm not, and
1: I'm not necessarily like a type eight ambitious person. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, that, you know, a go a getter, you know, like, right. that's not me. But it's like, I am a very creative person that have found like a lot of ways to like put that to use.
0: Um mm-hmm. when I'm being
1: creative, like I have a high tolerance for doing creative things, right? Like I don't get burnt out doing creative things. Like, so I'm able to like do a lot of creative things, which is great because. You know, for the last almost decade of my life, I've survived completely off of like doing creative things. So that this is, you know, kind of like a blessing that, you know, I don't get too burnt
0: out from doing creative things. That's phenomenal. It also sounds like when you're doing one thing, if you do like, not like hit a wall, but it's like, if you feel like something is moving and something else isn't, you can always go towards the thing that's moving.
1: Yeah. to me like that sounds like a little like Mm workaholishish right Mm -hmm. and it's more like um it's like less like you know I need to go to like every you know from one thing that's moving to the next thing that's moving it's more so that because like I can be creative by myself right like I write all my songs for myself generally play everything by myself on the records um and and I write all the time, but I think it's less going from one thing to like the next thing, to like realizing. And this is something I realized just within like the last like year or two, or maybe even three, like the last like couple of years after kind of like um, dating an artist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I dated a sculptor, <laughs> uh, and. Yeah, I don't know, I kind of like before that didn't really see myself as like an artist. Like obviously I think musicians are artists and I think that's like definitely art, like no no doubt. But I didn't realize, like I, I didn't realize how much I was kind of like bogging kind of like down the other like artistic mediums and things that are like within me for the sake of like solely hold the identity of being like the musician, you know what I mean oh, And like I've always painted and I've always been into film and I've always like done all these things, right and and but to me, I just never took it seriously and it's just like, oh, I, that's just something that I just do, you know what I mean like it's just like whatever like it's like a bullshit, even though I took them just as seriously as like anything else. So I think after kind of like getting a peek into the art world and seeing that like, oh, like I don't operate too differently from these people. So mm-hmm. I can start taking my things outside of like music seriously. And so that's when, you know, um, I love like art directing for the artists on my label, you know, like mm-hmm. that's my favorite thing about the label is that I get to like style and like art direct, like my artists, like the last record release, which was for great people, like, I styled and art directed the the whole like cover shoot and like the mm-hmm. singles and like everything and the press photos and like everything. And like, that's like fun for me. And it doesn't feel like work, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, it's like it's just like flexing and like um, perfecting just another like aspect of like my creativity and like myself as an artist. But also because of the pandemic, as we mentioned earlier it's pushed us in like different ways and like yeah. we never would have right and I knew just like I said I liked film and like that was something that I was into but I would not have never started making my own videos if it wasn't for the pandemic like <laughs> it was for it myself and like in an at least in this way yeah and like now it's like second nature and now that I've like done like my third you know self like self everything you know mm-hmm. um video, you know, like on my own, I did completely for myself. I wonder, I did completely by myself, like in quarantine. And mm-hmm. like, luckily I got like a little help um, from my friend Christina during, cause we were both in Tahoe. And mm-hmm. like, that was like nice. Cause then I didn't have to like use my teddy bears as like a stand-in, <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, like I, but I still like, you know, do everything myself, up the camera, like blah, 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 you know, um, edit all of that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think kind of being one an artist and seeing that, but then also having the pandemic kind of be like the extra push, it's like less me and more just like me
0: just following my views, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That sounds empowering also to like allow yourself to step into those roles because I felt that similar thing that you described where as a musician you're like, okay, so I, I take being a musician in a way seriously or in a way is like how you're defining your identity mm-hmm. and then you are like wait I'm all these other things too <laughs> like, hold up <laughs> and I think and I think additionally so it can be
1: toxic to kind of like take on the identity of the musician right Like yeah. I've seen it's like so many uh, situations where like because I never took on the identity of musician like so seriously like I've never taken myself that seriously as a musician and i and I find that to be a blessing um and but there's like so many like musicians who like just completely take on that as like their identity and when there comes a point in time where simply maybe you can't do music whether well, just it's not you know accessible where you are at the moment or you know, you have a bit of writer's block or whatever you know that might be the situation why you can't make music right now these are to kind of also have a like a a personal you know identity crisis around it as well and I've seen that with a couple of like my musician friends who kind of take on that identity a little too much and one thing I always tell them is that you have to you have to find so you like you can't just be the musician like you (laughs) you have to be you first you know you have to be a well-rounded multifaceted person like I'm sorry that you were able to skate by that long you know and like realistically <laughs> like let's be real it's usually like the cis cis head people or escape like by that long you know what I mean because like no matter what I I no matter what circles I'm in you think I'm seen as a musician first no I'm seen about as like 50 other different things before like they find out you know musicians like run on a list they find out a musician and then it's like oh that changes things you know what I mean yeah. Yes, even if I wanted to just identify as just a musician, like society won't let me,
0: you know. So <laughs> Yep. Yep. I am so glad that you said that. <laughs> yeah, it almost in my brain, it went to the analogy of like, people who were somehow uh, considered attractive, like in high school. And yeah. then, like, that becomes their thing. And they could coast on that for a long time. And then all of a sudden, like, you're not 15 and hot. Yeah. Like, wait a second. Like, life oh. uh, kind of got to you a little bit. Like, life
1: was like, hello. Yes. What's up? uh So this is going to end. Uh, <laughs> hope you enjoyed your time. Exactly. You now you have to get a real personality. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it does. Uh, it does strike me that um, you might have realized based on my statement of that, that I was not one of the people who was helpful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think most successful people <laughs> who have like their own thing going was not. Well, you know, the funny thing is I was relatively popular in high school, but like for being weird, like I, I think it was slightly sympathetical and also part that like I dressed really well and so I got best dressed. Um and but like still you know still people were like me you know what I mean like it was like (laughs) it was a really weird dichotomy of just like being popular but like you know at the end of the day I'm still black and queer and they're still gonna fucking bully me you know what I mean right right people
0: are like we respect you or do we
1: yeah or do (laughs) yes exactly exactly so that that was like very weird but yeah for the most part you know the people who were popular then are well, generally, but for the most part, you know, are doing as well, you know. And it's, and I think it's because we got a lot of like those worldly, you know, social adversity skills um, out the way early on. And I think, you know, when you've just been validated for so long and you get into the real world. Where there's absolutely no validation, you know, not even a little bit. It's just like no validation. You have to like be your own cheerleader. It is just like I can see that being hard for someone, you know.
0: Yes, yes, and also you mentioned obviously in society that people define you before you could define yourself sometimes. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so that is something that some people do not encounter really. Yeah, um, yeah for like, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> this white white men. Um, yeah. <laughs> you said it, you said it. So. Yeah. <laughs> and from the record, let the record show that I didn't say it, she really did not say it, so. It was I, it was me, <laughs> it was me. <laughs> Why am I like this? Um, <laughs> but yeah, and I found that, I don't know if you had this experience, but in some ways, um, that made me discover bits of my own identity later like stepping into my identity as say a music producer as opposed to a musician like Mm -hmm. I don't know if you encountered that for a while I had this like block against calling myself that despite the fact that I was recording and engineering my music like even like that would click in my brain but no (laughs) it did not (laughs) for a while especially in the music world
1: where like that side of music is so, like, gate kept by the, you know, white, you know, yeah, usually, they straight, usually know. cis <laughs> white men, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's kind of just, like, seen as, like, their job, right? Like, you be cute, you be the muse, you write your little songs, and we'll make them sound good. And, nice. and yeah, and I, and I definitely you know, felt a bit of that too, like so much like the the cishead white man who produced my first record, like made sure to like implement him so much and ingrain himself so much into my origin story, mm. you know, that he even had like convinced himself that I couldn't make music without him right wow. which is insane you know and you know here I am seven records later um <laughs> you know like, like, yeah. six of which I self-produced you know like so yeah it's uh, that to me is just like deeper than even like your own personal like yes that definitely plays a part like you know your own personal battles with like you know um with finding the confidence to like be like, yes, I am a producer, or, I am that, or like, I am that, but then also, like, at least within music, it is that, like, you know, very fucked up, um, you know, gatekeeping of, like, yeah, just, like, non-cis, white male producers, it's just, like, labels won't even recommend them, you know
0: what I mean? yeah. yeah. Like, and that's, it's so strange to me because a lot of times when I'm listening to music and I'm really enjoying it, one, I enjoy obviously like listening to the writing and the songs, but I, I'm i always curious like, oh, who did the production work? And I'm always really excited when artists are doing their own production work because then I'm like, oh, cool. Like now I know like what your style is across the board, like your writing, your production, this, that, and the other thing. And like, it really baffles me when people ask me like, oh, well, who produced it? And I'm like, well, you can see, I, I said that I produced it it's weird that people would assume that I am not the one who produced it, that mm-hmm. it's, oh, you might've written it, but like who played the instruments and who produced it? I'm like, hmm? <laughs> I'm like, do other people not just like Google and discover <laughs> like- <laughs> That part too, which I also realized is like,
1: a music nerd thing. Like, I i know it's me and my other like music nerd friends. It's like, oh, let's look up the credits. Uh, that's uh-huh. so fun to be like,
0: that is, that's the shit. <laughs> like, I'm like, you're right. I think that that might be a music nerd thing because I'm like, you don't look up like who does everything on the songs that
1: you like. No, I mean, people don't ever buy physicals anymore. Like, come on. <sighs> that's true. 1 like- 800, come on now. Like, <laughs> i'm
0: old and nerdy
1: (laughs) yeah that's the thing we're all the nerdy because like yeah that's what we do we'll like put on the record we'll listen to it we'll look at the credits you know at least during that time for me you know i'll go down the wikipedia hole you know go look down the credits figure you know no you know find out all that stuff and then and i still do that and it's like and then, like, I'll do that for, like, certain, like, records that I, like, miss when I'm, like, younger, and then, like, I'll hurt myself, because I'm, like, (laughs) why did Dr. Luke fucking produce all of these great songs, like, you can't escape them, this is fucked up. I just had a full-body
0: cringe, (laughs) yes, that's, it's something that I wrestle with when you're like a horrible person made art that I like and now I can't listen to that art because it was made by a horrible person and now I'm made aware of it and now it's ruined. It's past that. It's like he he formed who
1: I am. <laughs> like, oh. You know what I mean? Like His production credit is just so unnecessarily fucking fat. And then it's just like, and then the industry is just like, yeah, let's just like completely put all of what we have behind the single shitty white man. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy to me. They like gave yeah. no other opportunities to anyone
0: else. Like he wrote like every fucking number one of like the last book a decade. For what? For what? Yep. Yep. And didn't they recently like he is releasing music, like he is producing, but like they changed his name and thought that like somehow no one would notice. See, previews. Well, he's still about out there I mean, say oh. so by Doja Cat.
1: That's still him, like uh, number one. So uh, yeah, it
0: sucks. I don't know what to say other than making like a slowly deflated sound. Apparently, that's how, <laughs>
1: like, that's how I feel. You know, like
0: God. Yeah. I mean, all the more reason why we should be out here making making more music. Frankly, <laughs> and also just a lift
1: nonsense white male producers like there's so much more now like there are so many just like especially now like there are so many like weird kids who like get, fucking get ableton and like learn how to make beautiful music over a summer like there's, there's no reason why there aren't more like diversity within like producers. It's just no reason, you know? And like, there's definitely like a few, like Wonder Girl is like obviously amazing and like she's doing her thing and, you know, but there there still needs to be more. There still needs to be more.
0: Well, and what you said is really important to recommend them to people because I feel like I work with a female vocal engineer and producer who I really, 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 really love. And I recommend her to everybody. Yeah. Because I'm just like, I'm like, one, she's awesome. And I love her. Two, I know how important it is when another musician says like, hey, I worked with this person, they were great. Um, That's the way someone's going to get more jobs. It's like, if you've worked with like a female engineer, a female producer, non-binary producer, non-binary engineer, like recommend those people, tell other people about them. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, like- of course. And like, that's what gets so frustrating for me about like it's not a confidence thing of like me not wanting to call myself a producer um even though I can't I I don't call myself a producer but I'm like I can't produce you know what I mean because it goes back to like what I said at the beginning like I'm a person who could do a lot with less Mm -hmm. and I think a great producer could do anything with any means you know what I mean um and I definitely like it's just, you're not going to get anything that resembles maximalism out of me. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and I think, you know, a great producer is someone that you can recommend. I wouldn't recommend myself. Like I, and like, I know that sounds like myself <laughs> in the dark and like, hopefully eventually like I will get there, you know, and I'm sure. And sometimes I get people who like recommend me for like certain things and I'm just like, look, I gotta be straight up. Like, this is what I can do. You know, if you like want to like, you know mess around if you want, and you are a person who could find beauty and imperfection, you know, um, then I'm your person, you know what I mean? Like, but, um, yeah, but I have produced things, you know, like I produced two records on, on my label, you know, one of which just got the artist signed to a bigger label. So, um, you know, I I'm like, oh, I have like a resume now. Like I have things you know like i was even like on netflix scene producing you know but it's still so weird that like I, it's, it's still hard for me to like call myself that just because just because i like this the technical aspects of like things and
0: hope to get there eventually you know well that sounds like you've also found kind of your voice in it where like you said you're like if you like this kind of style if you like this aesthetic like i'm your person um yeah which like, I appreciate that about producers because producers do have their own kind of stamp that they put on songs in a way. And so it's okay that you're like, not a, I don't know what to call it. My brain just said Jack of all trades. And I'm like, is it like 1940? Why did that phrase pop in my head? (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: you know, I think I look at it this way, right? Like you know not everyone is like a rick rubin who can like do literal everything you yeah. know like some people kind of just like have their thing that like people want and i think that's like cool as well but i guess like also like my thing is like we could do a lot with us and but how it will turn out we gotta wait and see you know like how it is out. I don't know but I'm like something you know I'll make sure we'll make ears bleed you know what I mean and I don't know if that's a good tagline just yeah
0: I really like the chaotic good aspect of that yeah
1: <laughs> For, well that's how I got like that's how so that's how I ended up that was kind of like how I decided to go full force with like my label because like um, the first record that I produced for the label, it um, was the first EP for Grant, who was also mm-hmm. the last release of the label for his debut record, which mm-hmm. ended up just self-producing. But um, I produced his first EP, and like it was just like literally from a Facebook ad where well, well a facebook post um mm-hmm. i didn't like actually put an actual like ad and like paid for like, right. <laughs> <to> circle, like <laughs> um i was just asking my friends um it was just like y'all like i've made you know two decent records with this like four track um uh-huh. and i like love was like what a four track recorded like well five records slash demos like hit me up and like he hit me up and honestly like the dp is like one of like my favorite things and like definitely one of the best things that I've ever done because it's also like the first time that not only did I like produce something but also like mixed it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but yeah even just like me putting myself out there I was like listen I got a four track so <laughs> <laughs> if, that's, if that's fine with you then I'm your person we could do something cute and low vibe.
0: See, and it's amazing hearing you say this because I have seen so many um, cis white dudes, on the other hand, post things like, I have a four track, I'm your man. It's like this audacity and this confidence. Well, of course, because the put- they invented audacity.
1: Yeah. You know
0: what I mean? Like- <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm like, it sounds like you have all the equipment and all of the good intentions and all of the that. And like whereas like these dudes are just like they think they've got it made that they've got this and I'm just like oh my god (laughs) like because you're like oh it's just made with a four track and I'm like yeah it sounds like you made something amazing with a four track (laughs) like yeah and like and and also I think also to like
1: those kind of like dudes with like audacity too like or at least with that level of audacity it's like you know they're also like inexperienced and I think I'm kind of like lucky to like have gotten experience first like kind of been like immediately like thrown into experience experience because like I you know when I got slingshot into this industry your girl was not ready at all whatsoever like (laughs) I I was just out here like 19 and 20 it was just like smooth brain sing song dance on stage like that's all I was doing you know what I mean And, like, any time that I got any kind of, like, information and knowledge, I took notes. And then so, you know, by the time I kind of, like, went on my own, I already had kind of, like, a full scope of, like, experience. And then I was able to kind of just, like, tailor my next steps to, like, what I already knew, you know what I mean? And so I'm definitely, like, blessed in, like, that sense to kind of, like, have that kind of, like, level of self-awareness because it's just, like, I already kind of, like, been in on, like, how things work, you know what I mean? So I
0: can kind of, like, work backwards from there. I was, like, nodding sagely. I was, like, this checks out. (laughs) 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 I was curious. I was, like, did that kind of inform why you started your own label and, like, why you're choosing to, like, Like, it sounds amazing, by the way, the way you described like art directing other people. I was like, oh oh my gosh, like having your eye on, on, like I was just thinking about having your eye on like, even like my art, like things like that. I was putting myself in the position of like, if I had someone with your eye looking at my stuff, I'm like, oh my God, that would be such an honor. I was like, because having a fine eye for detail not one of my friends, um and so <laughs> and it wasn't and it wasn't mine for the
1: longest but then also I realized that it was because like I fully was like I'm a musician you know like I'm the musician like I don't wanna you know what I mean and I think they once yeah and I think I was able to kind of like apply that to myself later on and I mean like literally like just from like this last record because I had to do like my own like you know, videos and like everything. Yeah. So like I had to naturally apply it to myself. But even then, I kind of like use my artists as guinea pigs. Like, I was like, I'm too scared to apply it to myself. Let me like start off with my artists first, which is like, I know that sounds fucked up, but like <laughs> it turned out fine. Like, it turned out <laughs> fine. Like, I wasn't going to have them like, you know, messed up in these streets, but it is kind of easier to like do things when you're outside of yourself. You know what I mean?
0: That's exactly what came to mind is that like I sometimes have difficulty. It's not even so much looking at the details, but it's difficulty seeing outside myself because yeah. well, um, I'm inside myself. It yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Sometimes in more you know, ways than one, and that's okay because <laughs> we're in a pandemic, people are stressed. <laughs> and it's good for you, it produces oxytocin and dopamine. So, <laughs> hurry it, hurry it. <laughs> <It's> Amazing. Uh, <laughs>
1: I was not ready for this to become as unhinged as it did. I'm so sorry. (laughs) That's like the story of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. It is the (laughs) other sham. I
0: say, I'm sorry. I say that to myself in my head. My last name is Schaefer. And so when you started saying that and you said sham instead of Schaefer, like you got really close to my internal monologue. Like I'm always like, get it together, Schaefer. I mean, <laughs> you know. Oh, God. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be serious. I really am because it's a serious business. It's a very yeah. serious business. <laughs> I see we have reached the giggle loop portion. of the podcast. <laughs> You better cut it down, you know. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, when you're looking at another artist, like, you can kind of uh, experiment more because in a way, like at least when I'm looking at someone else, like sometimes even if I'm writing and then tending that song for someone else, Mm -hmm. um, I'm more willing to experiment because I'm in a way like less attached to it. I don't know. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Yeah, that's with so many
1: things. Cause it's just like, all you have to do is just figure out the boundaries of like that artist. And I think we are, It's so much more easier to like create boundaries for other people when it comes to us, but setting boundaries for ourselves is always a struggle. Just like an internal struggle, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Because obviously there are certain places that we can go with ourselves, again, no pun intended. Then, you know, we can go, then we allow with anyone else or anything else. And so I also find that like, you know, I elite like also another thing about like the artists on my label is that I really only work with like people that I'm like really close to like people that I've known for like years like everyone that I've signed with the exception of a new person that we're kind of like developing right now mm-hmm. um I've known for years so like like and just like got to just like completely know their essence and like everything so it's kind of just like i already like spend the time kind of like understanding their essence their boundaries like who they are so it's like even less strenuous in that way worse just like yeah. I already you know kind of like know what could work for them and what doesn't work for them me. I and like there are definitely times where I do like get like a little bit more experimental and I have to be like okay hear me out you know what I mean <laughs> Um, but like for the most part like yeah that's why I also like to work with people that I'm that I'm close to Um yeah. I do eventually I like, want to grow and like get to well, kind of like I've got art direct and, and shot um, another artist that we're gonna like announced and released this year um and I only knew one of them so they're a brother duo and I only knew Mm -hmm. one of of the brothers for Mm -hmm. six years now not only did I not know his other brother but like for the longest I didn't even know he had so (laughs) (laughs) I I was like oh that's Dope. Like is uh, so, you know, and like I signed him as like a brother duo. And so like now I have to like, you know, get to know like this kind of like other brother, like yes. in a sham and like figure out, you know, what he's comfortable with and like me dress him and him in and like a way that I could like make it go stuff and like everything. So like that was like definitely like a challenge, not a hard one. It was like fun because like they're both straight white dudes like you know that's the thing about that's the thing about like straight dudes though is that they they literally don't care this is like they're just like as long as we're clothed like whatever (laughs) so that kind of made it a little bit easier but it was like still kind of like you know it was still more of a challenge than like it was in like previous times where I like have only worked with people that like I've known for years you know yes
0: Yes, because when you've known someone for that long, like I find at least when I'm collaborating, like I can see other things in them that they might not see. And conversely, they can see things in me that I might not have seen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's why I think the role of art director,
1: like, yes, you can do it for I to you know, by myself, but I think it's better and more potent when someone else does it. Like, I think as someone who is just like, DIY till I die, I do think that's probably like, one aspect where it's just like it's definitely best when it's someone else
0: yeah it's like I was thinking about that because also sometimes I've had people suggest things to me that I would have never thought of but that I'm open to because I trust them and Mm -hmm. occasionally you you know you try something and you're like well that went terribly oh well (laughs) Um, but a lot of the time you're like that went way better than I could have ever anticipated and I would have never thought of going down that road
1: yeah for sure for sure and then also it's just like the thing with like, um, you know, art direction and, and like a aesthetic way when it comes to like clothes and makeup and like everything, like we typically shop to be comfortable. We typically shop for like everyday things and like, you know, for the most part, when it comes to like shoots and, and like everything, like you're pulling things. You know, like it's yeah. not things that like you might typically wear or like you know you might want to like get your makeup like professionally like done and like everything and blah 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 you know what I mean yeah and it's just like of course that's like going to be hard to just like do yourself like how can you like imagine like sitting with yourself and be like okay I have to like pull clothes yeah and it's different from my everyday clothes but still comfortable to me and feel like it represents myself, but still flashy enough where it feels like special. You know what I mean? Like, this is like, no, like nobody generally like thinks like that first and foremost. And like, as someone who has had to think like that for art directing my whole like last record, it's a little tiring.
0: <laughs> like, it's very tiring. Do you have, I call it, um, I call it the creative corner of my closet. And it literally is those clothes where it's uh-huh. like, I've, like, scouted clothes that are literally just, like, photo shoot clothes. Yeah, or for, like, dress up. Yeah, and, yeah. like, occasionally I'll just dress up in them because it's fun. Yeah. Um, but, like, <laughs> but it's not stuff that I'd wear in, like, everyday life. Though I found in um this uh, Panopticon, um, I have started sometimes wearing, like, just really festive, weird dresses with hoodies in my house, like, because I can. Honestly, that oh is such, you know, I always kind of love that look,
1: like <laughs> gown and like hoodie. Like I, yeah, I, I've seen like that look in like a couple, like kind of like maybe supermodels at the after party yep. or like, you know, someone just getting home from the record carpet or like whatever. And it's just something so pure about that look to me um because it's just like I can still feel fancy and also comfortable you know what I mean that is but lovely. also it's really great to hear that you have like your front corner because like you're the only other person that I heard that also shops like that because you know, like, <laughs> that's like me like I'll buy something like this is crazy I would never wear this I want to buy it yes <laughs> it's like why do you have a floor lens
0: neon pink peignoir reason <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, people definitely have like a, a formal corner of their closet right but like not e- it's like not even necessarily formal it's just like right. these are like unique pieces that right. I photograph well or like local cool and like something so I'm just like gonna buy it and like keep it until like I don't need it exactly. and it's like that's so helpful
0: yes that's the thing is like it's very rare that I've actually bought something that like you know if something sits in my closet for years and I like don't wear it I I let it back into the world so it may enjoy yeah. life with someone else um but for the most part, I find that like those weird finds have come in really handy for shoots, and also like, mm-hmm. low key, I'm barely five feet tall, um, <laughs> and mm-hmm. so like when I find something that fits me correctly, I'm like, yeah, you're, you're coming home with me.
1: <laughs> for sure. Yeah, no, you gotta, yeah, like if I like I have a very typical body, like I'm um, five tune. Um so. Yeah, I I can only imagine, like, if I had, like, maybe a more unique body and size, um, yeah, I would, like, buy literally everything that I feel like fit me well, you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: it must be really interesting sometimes styling other people, because, like you said, I love that you brought up that you have to feel comfortable in the clothing, because even though during shoots, like, it is, like, a heightened version of you, I, when I see people look uncomfortable in photos, it makes me, like, I don't know if I'm overly empathetic, but, like, it makes me feel kind of bad. Same. <laughs> like... same. Really saying. It's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's
1: a balance. Like, you, you can tell when someone looks uncomfortable, or you can tell, like, when someone's, like, you know, putting on. And it's just, like, I don't want you to put on, like, when I'm, like, shooting or, like, whatever. Like, I want you to look, like, as comfortable, like, and as natural as
0: possible, you know what I mean? Yeah, because then, like, I don't know there's something about the expression because I like artists with all sorts of different visual expressions, but if someone looks uncomfortable to me that pings that something is like either false or awkward in a way and i'm like oh Oh, no, are you okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's fine because
1: like I think a lot of people who like now know what they know now about the origins of my career and like from. Where i was then and like where i am now um mm-hmm. i've heard multiple accounts where people kind of like go back and like watch my own regular video it is like oh my god it is so apparent that this is a deeply uncomfortable child <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> there was actually like a pitchfork like review of like um of like one of like my post um debut like records, like whatever. Where it's just like now, I go back and like watch the, the regular video. And it's just like it's very apparent that he's like very much uncomfortable. And I'm like, I'd always look uncomfortable to me. I was <clears> also <throat> deathly sick too during like the oh. day of like that shooting too. Like it's just like, well, people were like, "Ooh, colors
0: <laughs> and oh, effects." God. Oh no! And that's and that's so sad when you know that you are uncomfortable. There was a video I never released where like. I wasn't comfortable during it, and the footage, like, I could see in my face that I wasn't comfortable, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know if, like, anyone else could, but it, like, freaked me out that I was, like, I don't really want that, (laughs) but I was also much older. I was not a kid. I was an adult that, like, was, like, okay, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. Um, That's so sad, though, as a kid to be, like, I guess this is what I'm supposed to be doing, question mark. Yeah, question, definitely very much question
1: mark, and I think, you know, people think that I have, like, such, like, a problem with the song and like that I hate it and like blah 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 and it's just like do I like the song No, like it's it was like like I would have never like thought like I would not listen like I don't and I would have never like listened to the song even if it wasn't mine just like on general purposes you know what I mean yeah. um but also it was just like it seemed like everything was wrong with it to me up until it came out and then everyone like ate it up. Like, and that was just also just like, it was very, it was very like psychotic and like in a way because it was just like, I thought this song was bad. People liked it, I was like, okay, like whatever you know, they'll soon realize that this is a bad idea to release this first single, or at least a, a better second single, right? Mm-hmm. And, then, um, and then I think that I not only look very much awkward in the video, but, like, I definitely was sick the second day of shooting, and, like, knew that, like, my energy levels were, like, low, and, like, I was just like, oh, I wonder how they, like, going to piece this together, like, make this look different. And, like, the video is definitely fun. Like, it's fun, it's colorful, you know, the edits, all of that, like whatever. But I think, you know, I think I even like I'm dancing so stiff in it, and I I remember just like getting the cut, and I was just like, I look so stiff, like I don't under, like I don't know, I don't know. And then it comes out like everyone like heats it up. So I think, also in a weird way, it's like, it's like. We live in a world where aesthetic comes first, you know. We live like in a very like Instagram, TikTok type of world, right? Right. And I think another thing that I've learned from art directing and like everything is that you know you want to be as you know as comfortable as possible, and I think that's the best way to like sell something. (laughs) Um, to like make it feel like a little bit more approachable. But at the end of the day, it's really about the like specific aesthetic. And like at the end of the day, that's all like anyone is like gonna care about, which is like so bleak and like dark. So I think also with that being said, yes, you wanna be comfortable. And like, yes, it's good to be comfortable, but just like, you know, I mentioned before, and just like you said, that's why I think art direction, it's like better done by someone else you know, um, and not necessarily like the best thing to DIY because like you, there's just like, it's just about the aesthetic at the end of the day and like, um and, and like selling that aesthetic and like definitely you want that aesthetic to like be a part of you and like everything. So that's also like why shopping, like and styling is, like, so easy for me too because, like, I look at patterns first. Mm-hmm. And I look at, like, size and, and, like, fits and, like, everything. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of ask, like, for, you know, whoever I'm styling for, like, general um, sizes and, like, everything. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's all about the pattern and, like, the fit and everything. So, like, I got, like, a 3X, like, uh, button-up, from one of my artists, um, and he's not that size. Um, yeah. and, uh, just throw out there, because I, I I said it like, everyone knows who he is. I so just want to put it out there, he's not that size. But it had a great pattern of yep. like doggy paw on it. And I'm like, I don't care, like we're going to make this work, you know? I think you can make any silhouette, any shape, anything, work if you know how to, you know, work around it, you know what yep. I mean? because it's just like this is an aesthetically pleasing pattern this is what's going to reach the people eye before the shape before how it's styled before who's even wearing it you know what i mean so that's one thing i've kind of like learned from the dark from the darkness of (laughs) early videos of
0: mine well what you said about aesthetic like it stuck out that you said that it does have to be a part of you though like you can't just like do an aesthetic that like doesn't resonate with you at all um, it's almost like the way you're describing it, it sounds like almost like um like an amplified part of yourself, where it's like taking a kernel of something that is true to you, but like really emphasizing it so that it is eye-catching. Cause you're right, like most people discover music now, not because they've like heard the music um, unless it like shows up on their Spotify and they're like, oh, well, that's interesting. Um, Most of the time they don't think that unless see previous about music nerds going down Wikipedia holes. (laughs) But it's like- like
1: yeah, like, that's the thing about like, even like those, like, you know, the early videos, like I think I would even have been able to like got through the set, had like the aesthetic not being, been like exactly Um, or not exactly, but there's like something that's like completely not me, you know, at the very least, like at least they knew that like I like bright colors. (laughs) I like, you know, dressing like oversized toddler. Like that is, you know, my thing. That's my shit. You know, like I have pink and purple hair right now, as we speak. So, (laughs) So like, you know, that was enough to like at least like, you know, get me on set, you know, but you know, what I have changed, like, execution <laughs> you know what I've changed like you know sure may, you know maybe so but it's just like it wouldn't even I wouldn't even have been able to sell so what I did sell had it not been some part of me in like some way you know right I mean? and, and it's like I wrote the song like I wrote the song like it's not like <laughs> I did write the song you know like those were my words like we can't deny that I, I did it okay <laughs>
0: I like that you're like, now I'm the one taking accountability. It was me.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I, that's what I said. I always like accountability. I don't hate it. I can't hate something that I like made. You know what I mean? But like, uh, we all know what it is. You know, we all, like, everyone has made something, whether it's something as simple as food, as to like, you know, a song that they just, like, thought was, like, stupid, but, like, you still made it, you know what I mean? It. Doesn't it <laughs> mean you have to, like, give it to people, doesn't mean you have to give, like, this bad food to, you know what I mean? And, like, that's kind of just, like, how it felt, like, you know, like, that's how I feel about it, and I think that's hard for, like, a lot of people to, to, it's hard for people to kind of look at it that way and kind of, like, comprehend it because of how successful it was, yeah. and it's just, like, just because it's successful doesn't mean that like I'm not entitled to like feel that way about it you know what I mean and like I'm glad of the success like listen I I make money I like money you know it's been nice paying my rent that's fun
0: we love this I feel like I feel like people are are down on money and it's like no money is like a medium of exchange and it's about what you do with it
1: (laughs) and it's just like nice I mean listen there has been way shorter ways of getting a passive income And it's just like being able to have a passive income from a song that I thought was stupid that I wrote when I was like 19, (laughs) it's like probably on the more ethical side of things that people, (laughs) you know, get passive incomes from. So
0: I completely agree. And also like knowing that that song, like you said, you're like, you can make things and it is a part of you, but it's not the totality of you. You're like, yeah, (laughs) that's not like all of who I am.
1: very that very that you know because again just like I said people are complex are <laughs> yeah. multifaceted you You're know faceted beings just not it. just a musician you know yes which is it goes back to
0: what we're here for <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm just like you know I'm like You have an idea, and it's that like glowing ball of like (laughs) ha! Like you did such a good job of bringing it full circle to that ha moment. (laughs) Thank you. I'm also a writer. Thank you again for listening to this episode of Why Not Both. If you liked what you heard, please make sure to like us and subscribe to us on your preferred podcast platform. You can also come hang out with us on social media. We are at WNB the Podcast, both on Instagram and on Twitter. This season, we are brought to you by Under the Radar magazine. Under the Radar is a nationally distributed print, music, and entertainment magazine and website. You can find them at www.undertheradarmag.com and feel free to support them on Patreon. Extra special thanks to our producer, Laura Studeris, who is literally a rock star. Thanks again, and I look forward to seeing you next episode. (laughs)
1: i <laughs>